Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to episode 35 of The Mind Unleashed. Hope you guys are doing well. As we always do, let's give a few shout out to our supporters. The first one is going to be Lyft, the ride sharing app. Use our code TMUP for $5 off when you book your first ride with Lyft. Uh, that kicks a lot of change back our way. Also, please check out Dine Arts, or not Dine Arts, uh, Cinematic Aerial Services, Daniel Weisenberg's new company. Uh, he just got done doing a good friend's wedding. Came out fucking amazing. He did some aerial shots. Uh, really, really center photography, really, really beautiful. Uh, he does anything from drone shooting to center photography for headshots, uh, movies, um, uh, property, you know, property, if you're trying to sign a property, I think he actually takes aerial photography and makes it look beautiful so you can get your house in the market. If you're an actor or trying to get a short film done, his services are there for you. He is offering our listeners and our followers about one, I think it's 175, you get our code OMI for property. So if you need a property inspected or you're trying to get a roof done, something like that, for, you know, construction services or whatever, definitely use the services. It will definitely help you guys out getting your stuff done. Uh, he's very budget-friendly for anything you guys want to think. And also, please check out Waste Productions. Waste Productions is offering you guys 20% off when you book your next wedding package with him. He also does uh, special events, catering. So if you have a company outing or something like that and you want to get some really good uh, videography so you guys can show it in your portfolio to your next clients of what your company does or your, you know, whatever, use his code, use our code OMI and you'll get 20% off. Really, really good. And also, please check out uh, Strum and Law. Strum and Law did help us out getting our trademark taken care of with the USPTO. Uh, links will be down below in the description. Also, check out Angie Connors from Welch's Real Estate. She helped us out getting the new home and everything taken care of. Links will be down below. Um, if you want to check out our Patreon, please do not. You guys can donate a dollar. That'd be great to help us out, keep this podcast going, and other things that we are working on, such as our prototyping and stuff like that for those in need. Um, anyway, let's get on to the podcast. Um, you know, this one's going to be a really, really weird one. I've been debating on doing this one again and, and kind of talking about it, but it's been a crazy week. Um, this is going to be any 3D printing news. This is going to be some geek up stuff. This is going to be some hardcore, in your fucking mind, um, thoughts. Um, you know, and I, I did an episode just called From the Ashes. I forgot what episode it actually was. Uh, most people didn't. Um, listen to it. Most people didn't know, really know what it was about. Um, and that episode was about suicide prevention, uh, things I've gone through with my life, you know. And this week has been a struggle for a lot of my my friends in general, and then a lot of celebrities who have passed away too from the suicide thing. We just lost somebody else uh, from my day job. Um, we're not really sure how it happened, what happened, uh, if it was a medical issue, whatever. I don't really know all the details, but it looks like it was something self-inflicted. Um, so I really wanted to dig into suicide prevention again and talk about my experiences on how I kind of overcame it. And for those who may be going through it, depression in general, because depression is a motherfucker and I've dealt with it. I'm still dealing with it, but it's not as bad as it was. I, I'm more open-minded, open, more open, clean, um, you know, and I really wanted to discuss with you guys, um, for people who are makers, builders, designers, People that, that like to open their minds to a new expansion, um, you know, things that kind of got me through it myself, and I wanted to talk about a little bit about what, why mine was, but I spoke about it in uh, From the Ashes, so if you want to go back to that episode, it is there, 
But, um, you know, what kind of got me through, uh, you know, just getting over it. And suicide is a motherfucker. It's really hard when you can't, um, you need kind of your zone. You need kind of your zen area. And it's hard to tell people like, hey, man, I'm, I'm not feeling good today. Or I'm not, you know, it's fucking, the bills are piling up, which, you know, mine are obviously. And trying to pay them off slowly but surely. Um, you know, working on shit like this, trying to pay them all down. But, you know, it, it's things like that. It's things that, you know, um, bills, money, time, um, you know, you're not happy with the job that you're at or, um, your physical disability such as myself. And, and I was explaining that to, um, Bernesco, we were playing some Far Cry, which I like doing. And I've started guys on our YouTube page, um, doing some, you know, gaming. It's called, uh, Open Mind Gaming and I, I really like doing it. So if anybody wants to join in, uh, and join with us, uh, my gamer tag will be in below in the description. I'm not really too terrified. We do have our own, uh, Open Mind thing, um, gamer tag too. So I'm going to be turning that on and stuff like that. So we can jam out together. If you folks want to jam out and play some Fortnite or, uh, I just got done playing a way out with a good friend of mine and we had a blast playing it. And, but we sat down and we discussed, um, playing as we're playing Far Cry because we're doing co-op. Mike was like, you know, I really don't like playing these kind of games, but uh, this is, I've never played Far Cry before. This, playing with somebody is so much better because you're having so much joy. You're, you're letting out so much attention. But let me talk about what we were discussing. So we were discussing how myself, like my depression was relatable to being openly gay. And which I'm not, you know, but my Michael, you know, Bernesco, a good friend of mine is, you know, and it's hard for him. We talk about, you know, body shaving and stuff like that. Somebody else I was talking with the other day has a lot of body shaving issues. And um, I kind of explained, you know, what made me kind of get over my my depression. And I was going through it really bad because having a disability and shit like that, you're, you're, you're shamed. And I've had a lot of interviews lately for jobs and stuff like that that I wanted to get into in, in the... Um, different field that I like. Uh, unfortunately, I have not been able to, to advance in the field because of disability. And that is one fucking course for depression. It's like, hey man, I'm going for this interview today. It's not working out. How do I, you know, it's, you know, it's like you walk in and I've interviewed for the same job. Um, I want to say like nine times, nine times for the same job. But I kept getting sidetracked. I kept getting, you know, hey, they're calling me up and saying, hey, it's time for the interview. You know, good luck. And you go in and you already know with your disability or if you're, you know, homosexual, whatever you may be, whatever kind of ticks your brain, you kind of have to put that in the back of your head. And then you kind of push yourself into the interview and going, okay, this is what I really want to do. This is going to develop me in this area. And what happens is you go in and you're like, okay, you're waiting, you're filling out the paperwork or whatever, you're like, you're waiting for your name to be called, all of a sudden, this person gets called, that person gets called, you know, and then you finally get called. Now, interviewers, depending on where, what company you're going into, some of them are interviewing for so many different positions, but they're not, you know, they're not even in the field, they're there just, they're the first person you see to uh, move you to the next stage. Unfortunately, with the new company that I'm with, um, it's, you now have a three person process you have to go through. It's, it's fucking insane. It's not like a company where it's like, no, yeah, you know, so it's kind of like you're in this teeter totter of, um, what it's like. It's good for one moment. I have a C-clamp. It looks like it's dangling for some reason. I have no idea why. I just don't want it to fall. There we go. Um, um, and anyway, so you go in and for me, it's, I was explaining to Pernesco, it's like, 
you know, you go into these interviews and you kind of already feel like you don't get it. And then that worry hits you in the back of your fucking head that did I not sleep correctly? Did I might not my body language? Something like from for me in general, um, um, it was crazy because I get up for these interviews. I get up for these interviews. I try to I dress casual. I don't dress fucking professional anymore. I I, I give it up um, because a couple of jobs that I've gotten, I I literally was in plain clothes, and I the company that I'm with now. I've worked my day job. Uh, you know, it's. Um, I went in, I had a decent resume and stuff like that. And this guy literally took my resume and fucking threw it. He was like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't care about that. I don't give a fuck what you've done there. What can you do for me now? I need to know. And I'm like, wow, that, that fucking, he goes, yeah, I have people that already work for that company or work, you know, in that company. I don't give a fuck. He's like, what can you do for me now? So that kind of opened my mind up a little bit. And I worked with him for about, um, three to four months, which he already told me it was going to happen three to four months. And it was a good job. I ended up putting computers together and helping him out, you know, getting his stock sold and stuff like that. And it was a decent job. I had, a, I actually had a blast doing it and whatever. But the thing is with, you know, depression going into these fucking interviews was they call your name. They say, Ali Kassem, you're coming in. Ali? And you're fucking sitting there and your heart's pounding. You're like, shit, I gotta, I gotta interview for this. And then you get up and you can already see it on the interview's face, the interviewer's face. They're like, oh, fuck him. What do I do with this person with a disability? Or, you know, they don't know what you really got. And, you know, it's like you walk in, but they're already, they've already judged. You're already, there you've been judged. You've already been, you've already been checked off the fucking list. And it's like, alright, well, I'm going in for this. And I already know I didn't get the fucking job because I'm talking to a fucking moron. Or you've already said no because you don't think I can do it or can do it. Now, that was my depression before then. I mean, I've had depression before then, which was... Finding myself, and I always keep telling people, it's, I've had friends with deeper depression, I've, I've lost uh, f- two friends from suicide, a family friend from suicide, and there was nothing we could have done, you know, and it was rough, I mean, because it was like, wow, it's that easy to fucking take a life, you know, or not um, come out of it, and I saw a counselor and shit like that, and the counselor, and we spoke for quite a while, and I don't speak to any therapist now or anything like that, so I've literally... With mine, it was overcoming the disability or finding out who I truly was. And I, I relate that to Fernesco. It was like the reason why gay people and, and, and people with, with disabilities, fucking can, I can kind of relate to them, is, you know, the world's already not ready for you. It's not built for you. It's not, you know, and, and, and we have to overcome ourselves and gay people the same way you have to come out of the closet and tell your family and then you have to tell this person like hey i can really do this this is who i am this is who i truly am and i feel for some people that are going to this shit it's in you're in the same boat you know you're trying to find out what your mental status is you know you may not be comfortable in crowds you may have anxiety and then people have fucking anxiety and i, I get i get that a lot when i'm at, at my day job and uh, sure i have anxiety Okay, anxiety is not really a mental thing. It's something you need to kind of come overcome. I have so many friends with anxiety that work with me, um, and they're around people, fucking people consistently. They don't want to be, but they need to be there to do it. Um, do I classify that as a disability? Yeah and no. It depends on the person. Some people use it as an excuse to get certain needs. Um, and me with being with a disability, I've seen it abused so many times. Oh, I have anxiety. Do you really, uh, you, I don't see you sweating. I don't see you fucking fidgeting. Um, and that's just my point of view with that. Um, but 
you got people with anxiety, people with severe depression. I have seen people with severe depression, and I was in that fucking boat. But as I was explaining to Bernesco, I was like, you know, it's hard for us to kind of, like I said, go into an interview, and you already know you haven't been picked. You already know you were off the fucking list. It's it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, you sit there, and you're interviewing. And you're like, hmm, well, okay, I'm not meeting that requirement. I'm not meeting this. But when you sign off on your, your interview papers, you're like, hey, I can do this, 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 and this. But you can already see in the interviewer's eyes that you're not going to be picked. You're, you've already... And you're kind of like, shit. And you're answering to the best of your ability. You're not trying to overspeak. You're trying to just listen. What can you do for this company? I can do this, 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 and this. If I'm qualified, I... Okay, well, what would you do if this happens? Uh, I don't know. Fucking stick me in the position. I got to say, the company that I am with um, never trained me for any of that shit. I mean, they literally throw you to the fucking dogs in two seconds. And you got to learn how to become a guest service representative. You got to learn how to become... Um, a different person. You gotta learn how to uh, understand people. You know, read people, understand their minds quickly. And I've learned that over the years. Of like, uh, you know, it's like you, you can't judge a book by its cover. But at the same time, you could see those who are just kind of going, going through a good day, and you're going through a good day, and it kind of helps your depression. So you're just like, okay, um, how you doing today? What's going on? What can I do for you? And you can kind of see the judge them and see that they're smiling, waving, what have you. Um, so it, that kind of like taught me how to read minds and bodies and body language and make sure the person's okay. And sometimes people just need to talk. And I've always realized that I mean, I've, I've had so many great conversations with people who don't talk at all. Uh, I walked up and said, hey man, how you doing? And they go, I'm good, man. I'm a little, I'm a little stressed out today. You know? I know this, you know. And I'm like, yeah, man. They're like, why do you seem so fucking positive? It's like, well, because I've been down the road you're going down or the road you're in. You know, I've been denied a job today, and I've been denied this today. But I've realized who I fucking am. I know who I am. I know I'm a crippled person, and I just, I'm me. I just know what I like. But going down the road of this fucking depression, lately, people don't know how to speak to one another. They don't know how to get it out of their head. Sometimes it's just good to, to fucking talk, to be honest with you. It takes two seconds to be like, listen, I'm going through some shit. I just need a per fucking Muppet or a person or a mop head, you know, it's the fucking thing to talk to, just to vent it out, to get it out of my life, holding it in is not the best thing, and somebody goes, well, you're so fucking, you're a random person, now, for those who've met me in interviews and stuff like that, they say I'm very random when I talk, well, I need to be, because I don't, my antivirus program is down, my my internal virus system is down, I don't want to, and when I started the Mind Unleashed, I said I wanted to show companies what we're doing, but I wanted to be Ollie. I didn't want to sugarcoat my mouth. I want to be very upfront with customers, guests, people I work with um, on, on certain projects. That this is who we are. This is what we're doing. We're not here to sugarcoat. We're here to help you fix a solution to a problem, an R&D problem that we're finding. I'd rather be upfront with somebody and saying, I can't do this or I can do this. Um, that way you know what you're walking into and you know you're going to get the best experience possible. And that should apply to your fucking mind too. It's like when you go into somewhere, um, whether it be a stressful situation, you need to find your comfort zone. And if I've learned that over the years, it's like, it's okay to say you can't. It's okay to say you can't. It's like never bullshit the person in front of you because they're reading your body, language, your personality. And I'm a fucking weird person because I find the weirdos. I really, I literally... Um, since I've started with the company that I'm with now, I've literally found the oddballs. And the oddballs are the best fucking people I, I love. And to be honest, there's a few people, a lot of 
getting guys I've met at T2, and then I'm, you know, family. They've been fucking family. A lot of these guys are family, and they've been very, um, they brought me out of my shell, because I was very kind of, uh, not introvert, I'm very kind of, I'm introvert and extrovert. I've literally taken the fucking test. I've had, I now have ADD from the fucking job. I didn't have it before, you know, but it's just from all the communication, and you're listening to this person and that person, you're trying to analyze, and it's like, whoa, whoa, I can't, I can't pick it up fast enough. But, um, you know, without them, I wouldn't have fucking opened my mind. I wouldn't have sat down and go, you know, it's all right to be fucked up a little bit. It's okay. I mean, I think the person that says they're fucked up in the head is the most sane fucking person alive. Now, the person that says, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I have no disability or I have no this. Wrong. Wrong. Everybody has a fucking disability some way or another. Some people can't spell correctly. Some people can't do this. And I went down the list and some people don't. Uh, their mind doesn't process fast enough. That is a disability. Everyone is disabled in their way. And this is how I kind of climbed. I, I climbed my ass up out of my depression because I felt that like fuck, man, there's nothing for me. And then when I found these oddballs, these these gay people and these straight people and these fucking oddballs, I felt that it was okay to fucking finally just kind of look into myself and go, you know what? I'm cool with who the fuck I am. Why am I worried about what? you know, John Doe thinks, or this person thinks, I need to stop giving a fuck, and that's the first part, I told Mike this, is that was the first part of me getting over my uh, depression, or my body shaming, or whatever I was fucking going through, because I was working out with a lot of bodybuilders, um, for my disability, so I would go to the gym, you know, and I, I that was my, to be honest, that's my sanctuary, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm, I love going to the fucking gym, I love lifting weights, and you go, oh, you just want to do that, da, 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 da. no, I, I do it to clear my fucking brain, but also I'm developing my body, I'm developing my mind, I'm clearing my head, but I'm finding out from other people that are in there, it's a zen, it's a zen zone, you need to find your zen, and when I found that, I was like, man, this is fucking place is cool, people are like not shaped, people are just kind of like working on their bodies, their legs, their legs aren't really developed, but they were developing their mind at the same way they're picking up the weights, they're learning a repetition, they're learning their system, because it helps them flush out all the horse shit from the day that they were in with the wife, the kids, what have you. And I've met a lot of people that were going through fucking deep depression, you know, in the gym. They're like, man, I don't feel, there's no one, like my parents don't understand me, but my brother doesn't understand me. They don't understand the shit that I'm going through and it's not anxiety or, and I met people with fucking real anxiety. Not, not like this horse shit fucking I smoke weed anxiety. I mean fucking anxiety to where they can't fucking go outside because they're just ashamed of their lifestyle, or the way that they live, or the way that they look, and I'm like, Jesus, fuck, I thought this was something, but when they met me, and we started talking, and I, I met some people, I brought myself into it, I was like, man, you know, it's like, I feel that way, and they're like, how do you feel positive about yourself, I said, well, you know what, I really don't really give a shit what people think, I've learned from my gay friends, and I, I like I said, I'm gonna go back to my, my Mike's conversation, I said, I relate to, to gay people so much, that it's not even funny. Um, we're both fighting a fucking same battle, like coming out of the closet, developing who we are in our mind mentally, and understanding ourselves. Yeah, it was interesting. My stomach just fucking girls were interesting. I didn't have any cereal or anything. Sorry about that. That was funny. <laughs> um, but going into it mentally, because we're not accepted, we're automatically put on that sidebar. We're already, there's two roads. Your right, left, and your right, and somehow we're not able to go either one. Nobody wants to pick us for the fucking reindeer games. It's weird because, like I said, these interviews that I've had, and this is another backstory, um, were that way. I was already chosen not to be. They already said no to my mind. 
And then when I, I finish up the interviews and stuff like that, they find things to nitpick. Oh, you have tattoos. No. Your earrings. No. The soul patch. No. You know. Oh, you have blah, blah, blah years of guest experience and you have all these awards and applause from supervisors. And this. No. We, we, we still, we don't give a shit about that. You're telling us that you can do the job. That you can build the job. But we're not going to put you there because we, you don't fit our our games. You don't fit our criteria. And the criteria, what I'm talking about is um, the mentality. It's just like, you what what are you going to do for me is kind of the mindset it is you know you're not going to fit our group you know but yet you are going to fit the fucking group because you you've broken the mold you've broken the mold to be yourself you develop your mind you know who the fuck you are and then when someone does see you and you talk with that person it blows their fucking mind that you you're just you you're just you know I've always learned to be also from one of my, my, my business partners said this when he was my lead. He said, be genuine. Always be fucking genuine. And I've taken that to heart. I said, you know what? I'm going to be genuine. And I'm, I'm, I I don't do a script when I'm at work. The hi, how are you? How you doing? Welcome. So, hey man, how are you? How are you doing? What can I do for you, man? Good, man. Where are you from? And that's how you should be. Always present yourself as you need to be. And that really helps your fucking mental depression. And it's, the thing is, it's, most people hide who they fucking are, and it's it's a shame. You know, and I told Mike that. I said, you know, I, I relate to you more than you ever know. And when I told him that, I said, man, I said, I said dude, you, you have to hide who you are. And you finally have to come out of the closet and develop who you are. And the biggest thing was not giving a fuck. And Mike went, never thought of it that way. He's like, that is the biggest, you, you don't give a fuck. Um, and then when you finally jump over that hurdle, you know, to finally, like, I don't give a fuck, I knew who I am, I know what I am, and you find, you know, the other ones that kind of relate to you, but I always tell people, like, you know, I have friends that are going through some shit right now, and I said, you know what, this has been a rough week for, I'm fucking rest in peace for Troy, and I didn't know he was going through fucking main depression, I watched him his, his cooking videos on Facebook, but I can understand probably the pain that he was going through, he was going through a lot of body pain and shit like that, I don't, you know, I'm not gonna. And then DJ Anzel, I really didn't listen to him that much. I, I don't. I um, they, they they announced yesterday he was um, his parents and family said hey he committed suicide unfortunately because of his disability and stuff like that he couldn't just deal with it. Now I do believe that if you're going through that much fucking pain and there is no outlet and it's just getting worse and worse, by all means, you know, find find a way. Um, I do believe for those situations that, and I've watched a documentary about it, and I'm going to go into it just in a second, and it, it's about assisted suicide, the um, Dr. Kevorkian kind of thing, and I posted something, there's some guy who was making a death, 3D printed death chamber, that, you know, and it's, but it's not for what people thought, it was for terminally ill or fucking, you know, patients that are, hey, there's no cure, would you rather go on your own terms at your own time? with a happy moment with your family and saying, listen, we, I'm fucking going to die in eight years. I don't know. There's no cure for me. Should I be in more pain than I'm going to be in? Should we spend more money that we don't want to spend so we can have the kids go to college? Um, that kind of mindset. I watched this documentary and it was really good. This lady, lady discussed that her husband went through this fucking brain cancer and they, the insurance company was like, no, let's try this. No, let's try this. By the time they were done, I think they owed... 1.5 million dollars 
just in medical bills. And she was like, you know, I had to, I was like, fucking three months, you know, and even a week later, he started getting gray hair. His fucking eye, his retinas were fucking, I, he looked like a 78-year-old man, and he was only 36. Or should he say, no, he was uh, 40, he was like a late, early 40s. And she goes, man, the nurses thought he was fucking, you know, in his 70s, because he had gray hair, he had to wear, like, thick glasses, because the brain tumor was fucking killing him, but they were like, hey, let's try this treatment, hey, let's try that treatment, and she was like, if he had the option to fucking just, you know, go out on his own time, he would have taken it, because he wanted to take it, the guy told his wife, he's like, I can't, I can't do this anymore, so I believe in that mindset of like, okay, do it on your own, and I believe, and you may disagree, this isn't me spreading gospel, but this is what I, 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 I do agree with it, I mean, fuck, if I got diagnosed today and with a thing and I'm like you know what Ollie you have uh 10 years to live it's gonna get worse as you go on but we want to keep treating you and it's like hmm, well how much is that you know well we like to do this and you're gonna be in a lot of fucking pain for three days and and having surgeries myself because I've been through a lot of fucking surgeries and uh I, you know I, I don't wish it on anybody I have fucking friends that are going through chemo right now and their bodies are hurting from the chemo you know are they doing better? No. I mean, I have one friend still going through chemo. It's been over um, three years now. He's now on pills. Um, he's, you know, he's, already had to, he's already had allergic reactions. And this guy donated to Ophamide. You know, and he goes to me. I see him every day. I ask him how he's doing. How he's feeling. He's got, he's diabetic, you know, and shit like that. And it's, it's in his fucking bones. And he's just like, oh, man. He's like, oh, you know, there's some days he feels good. Some days he feels He's not suicidal or anything. He's not he's very, he's very open-minded. He keeps, he told me. When I started this company and, and, and this idea, our goal was to, I'm going to be more angry with you for the money I invested, put into you, to help you start, at least start something, your, your idea, your goal, um, if you quit, you know, I would not want you to quit. So I said, no, I'm not going to, there's no idea to quit this company or do what we're doing. I want to keep going. But I feel bad for him too. It's like, you know, you see people that are going through those terminally ills and some people, Wow, stomach. <laughs> um, people that are going through the, the shit, and they're like, "Hey, man, I, I I'm just gonna, just, you know, I want to go on my own terms." So I don't, I don't, I do not disagree with that. I think that's a great alternative, besides going through seven months of a treatment that may not work, and your family's in debt, and you're in debt, and you know. But the doctors are like, "Well, it might save your life. It's gonna give you more longer months." Yeah, but I'm still going to die. There's no treatment. Oh, no, 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 you're going to stay alive a little bit longer. But I could take that money, go with my family to Italy or whatever we want to go to, and survive. So that's the mindset that they're in, you know? But I, I don't disagree with it. And I thought that 3D printed chamber that the guy built, it was like kind of a Dr. Kevorkian, but he said his mindset was with <coughs> pardon me, was, um, you know, he wanted people to go out on their own terms. If you're mentally challenged, you know, ill, not mentally challenged, but if you're, mentally, if you're ill, in a way that, that the world can't uh, fix, you know, go on your own terms. Spend time with your family. Let them know you love them. Give them guidance, love. And I, I, I agreed with his, his thing. Most people won't, and as you shouldn't. You should have your own mind. You should open your own mind to, to your own opinion. Um, but I thought it was an interesting idea, theory, model, what he was building, uh, what his thing was. I said, that's pretty interesting. And my mind should be open to that. And this is what kind of opened me to do these podcasts, you know. But I know what it's like to dig your... That was like digging myself up in the fucking... The ashes that I was in, because 
I didn't know. You know, there were others like me in pain and shit like that. And I, to be honest, I told him, when I told Mike this, he was like, man, he was like, see, we do relate on this thing of not being accepted and then having to find acceptance and loved and, you know, go through it. But there are people out there that want to demean that and hurt that and, and tell you to not believe and go for it. Those people, I ignore. I don't look. I don't read the comments. I don't. I read them, but I don't. I don't get depressed. I don't look at it like that. Because there's no need for me to. I'm moving to a forward direction. I'm calm. I let those find me. And I always tell people that. I have a couple friends at work that are like, I don't. You know, there's not many people I follow. I follow or I'm with or. I said, you know what? Don't. Don't be the follower and don't be the leader. Be yourself, and those will come. And what I mean by that is those will come. Be who you are. Be who you truly are inside, and those people will find you. Those will follow you or come with you. And I don't... I'm not a follower. I'm not a leader. I'm not, I, I don't wish to be any of that. I wish to be myself, which I actually am. And I find the oddballs. The oddballs find me. They find comfort in me. And I'm able to talk with them and be like, Listen, we're in the same fucking boat. We've been there before. But there's no reason to to feel this way, ungenuine, unloved, you know, um, not understanding yourself. And that's the first thing I always tell people. It's like, you have to understand yourself, love yourself, and agree with yourself that this is who you are. Because that fucking depression, like I said, I've gone through so many goddamn interviews. And and it was weird because I got rejected the one day, then I got called back two days later. And it was like, I need you to come back in for this interview. I'm like, I was told no. Well, I don't know what the fuck they were talking about because we could use you. And all of a sudden it was like, yeah, and no, we'll, we'll, we'll look at it this way. And it was like, well, why am I being called in for the same job again? So that really fucked me mentally because I was like, man, no one's going to give me a chance to even try. Well, what the fuck? And I, I kind of looked at open mind and I was like, you know, what? I really need to keep working on this shit and our prototyping and stuff like that. Which Mike has jumped on me about. He's like, hey, is that one prototype almost done? Is it finished? And the question is, it's not. It's not. It's, it's still in beta that's what we want to build it with, but when I told Mike that, I said it's so hard to, uh, first of all, to come up out of your depression and say, okay, this is who I am, this is what my body is, I have to love me for me, look in the mirror, and I love the Bill, <laughs> the Bill Burr statement that he makes when he's body shaming himself in the fucking mirror to get himself in shape, <laughs> he stated that, um, he goes to the fucking mirror, he listened, I listened to the Monday morning podcast, and Thursday afternoon before Friday podcast, and I love it, it's just fucking funny, he said, listeners write in, and the listener wrote, you know, he goes, you know, I was going through some shit the other day at work, and I just felt like fucking out of shape, out of breath, and, um, he goes, I took your advice, I looked in the fucking mirror, and I body shamed myself, and it made me feel so good, he called himself a piece of shit, you fat fucking <laughs> said that's the way you do it though that's the way you get yourself up in the morning to clear your mind mentally to say you fat piece of shit you know it's time to love yourself get your fucking ass in the <laughs> eat a fucking salad love yourself and I said oh my god that's the greatest thing ever I mean I look in the mirror every day and I'm just getting back into the workout diet again which I'm loving I'm now doing my protein shakes in the morning again which I've designed which I'll share with you guys if you guys want to know the recipe I now have a shake that I do in the morning um it's about over 1600 calories 1700 calories and that's to get me through the morning before my my, my morning workout for work and then I can uh, get home and work out and I don't have to work out. I'm trying to get the morning workouts because I know the afternoons I'm usually dead tired 
But today at the Dope Podcast, I'm doing another workout. So I'll be talking about that more in other podcasts. But that's what I'm going to talk about. It's like, love yourself, body shame yourself. You fucking fat piece of shit, you know. And it's you telling yourself, like, dude, we're okay. You know, like, you fat piece of shit. It's time to take care of ourselves. But to clean yourself, you need that mental clearance. You know, and most people don't understand that. It's like, man, I feel bad today. Oh, why do I feel bad today? Well, the bills are piling up. Da-da. Okay, that's that's something, you know. What do we need to do? Well, we need to take care of A, B, C, D, you know. Most people don't go to A, B, C, D. They go to A to C, you know, all the way to fucking D, and they forget B, you know. I don't know why. And the first thing is to clear yourself mentally. Get yourself mentally clear. The minute you're mentally self-clear, you do your yoga, whatever you may do, even call a friend in the morning, like, hey, man, I need a quick fucking I love you, you know, that's going to get you through the day, you don't understand, like, I tell people a lot that I love them, and it's not homophobic, it's nothing like that, it's, I truly do fucking love human beings, it's like, hey man, I love you, I love being around you, I love your personality, I love, there's certain people that have fucking crazy personalities that just make me smile, you know, I'm just like, this is cool, you know, and that's why I had the mentality, I used to go to work with Metallica in my fucking ears, and I'm just like, you know what, Metallica's just making me too fucking ragey, not that I don't listen to Metallica, I still love, love them. one is my favorite fucking anthem, I'll listen to it in the morning and I'm good to go, but I start off with a band called Hammock, uh, or Chill Step, and it fucking puts all these piano or instrumental shit in my, my brain, they help me clear that passage, but for those who are fucking digging into that mental construction of like how am I going to get through today you know always think about the person that loves you always think about the person that is guiding you or helping you that one person that gives you the drive in the fucking morning I know it's hard I really I really fucking do you know but for me that was to me the way of getting out of my depression I thought about and this was not even long ago I probably uh, two years ago, I was in fucking deep, it got deep, I mean, I was in depression before, and I saw a psychologist and shit like that, because my parents were divorcing and shit like that, but that had nothing really to do with it, it was me saying to myself, you're disabled, get over it, you're fucked up, get over it, and I couldn't, I couldn't, and really, I was like, looking at myself, I'm like, people don't fucking love me, and people, and it's like, but it was people looking at me, it was others looking at me as the way that they wanted me to be, or he's too weak or he's not strong enough to do this or we're going to already label him something that he may not be. Okay, and that happens a lot with a lot of us out there. But the way I got over it was, you know, and was I needed to find myself. I really needed to. And when I f- finally met people that were fucking open-minded and clear-minded and they told me, you know, but it was good getting back into the gym too. The gym really helped me too because I got back into working out. And I said, man, I feel, I'm, I'm calm here. Why am I calm here? Well, everybody's here to develop themselves. Everybody's here to love themselves. And I don't agree with a lot of the fucking gyms nowadays that are like, nobody shaming, no this, no, you really should fucking look at somebody and go, man, you really, you're looking good today. Or man, man, you really need to work on this part of your body or what. But the first thing when you go into a gym is understand that. Everybody's there to develop themselves there are body, just body shaving fucking everywhere you're going to go. But that's the one thing. It's like you need to go in and just wish. You know, you look at so-and-so. And you kind of wonder about his life. What's he going through? But then you have to look at yourself. Clear yourself. And you say, hmm, what's wrong with me? Well, my legs don't work properly. I need crutches. Or my mind is fucking 
here because of this. And the way I jumped out of it was I hit the gym again. I, I got back into the mentality. I did things I love to do, video games, stuff like that. Uh, I got back into writing. I got back into, you know, uh, things, my hobbies, you know. And the minute I found that it was okay to be who I was, I wasn't pretending to like things I didn't like, you know. Most people are just like, oh, I, I like, because my mindset is, I'm a geek, I'm not a nerd, what's so fucking ever, right? I, I, you know, I get laid, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, I was enjoying an episode of fucking Star Trek, which I love, I'm a huge TNG fan, and it's okay to like those things, it's okay to find your outlets. You're going to have a few of them in your life, that's perfectly fine. The hardest thing is for someone to tell you that that is not okay, that is not okay, that is not okay to like, you need to like you need to like, you know, uh, lane two, and lane two will be straight, you know, but you're not allowed to de deviate from your life. Now, my life was weird because I like outdoorsy shit. I like to go fishing. I like to bodybuild. I like to fucking like rock and I like every type of music. I like listening to jazz. I love going to the festivals and listening to the fucking instruments. I love picking my guitar up. And the minute I figured out, it was, it was okay to say, fuck it, fuck it, you know? <laughs> it was okay. I was okay. It wasn't okay. I don't have to like what you fucking like. I don't have to like, you know, you in general. I have to respect you as a human being and a person. That's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. But I don't have to like you. I have to respect you, you know. But I don't have to like that you don't like that I don't like that you find me offensive that I find you offensive. And that was the thing. I was like I and I, I live my life a little bit like that. I. I found it's okay to not like things, it's okay to explore my mind a little bit. And I found people that fucking felt the same way, but I, I, I didn't, it was like, you know, be the leader, not the follower. And it's like, no, I'm not even going to be that either. I fucking broke that mold, I broke the clay, you know. I was like, I broke out of this fucking matrix that the world perceives. And when I, I found that, I found the people that were oddballs and just fun and non-judgmental, I mean, they're gonna judge, everybody does, but they also judge jokingly, you know, oh, you like that, oh, okay, cool, but then you find people that are hidden that like that certain thing, and then they kind of mumble it to you, like, oh, yeah, you like that too, oh, I do that too, I didn't know somebody else who enjoyed that, and that's how I found my, my outlets, was I found people that were kind of hidden, but I like breaking people's molds, and that's cool, because it's like, I like getting people out of their mind. It's like, dude, fucking live for you. Love you. And once I figured to love myself and love my body and love who I was, I'm grateful as shit. And I love it. I'm pretty handicapped. Parking, I'm the best friend to have in a fucking, you know, we can't get up a ramp, you know? Uh, at a theme park, I'm pretty much fun to have because people are like, oh, Mr. Cripple Guy, come here. You know, I make jokes about myself. And most people look at that and they go, why? Why would you make one of these? Because I understand who I am. I understand who I am, I know what I am, and I'm okay with that, um, I'm okay with my lifestyle, I'm okay with who I am, I'm okay with my body type, I'm okay with my hairstyle, my earrings, my soul patch, that's who I am, you know, I don't have to hide who I am, and I really felt bad the other day, because I was at work, and I was chilling with a cool co-worker, and we're just shooting the shit, talking, we're handing out these, uh, uh, cards that you have to get for the venue that I work at, and, um, and that just verifies how many in the building, stuff like that. And these two gay dudes walk up, and they were super cool, and they were, like, holding their pinkies like that together. And I felt bad, because I had to hand them their cards to come in, and they, like, they separated, and I was like, no! 
it's okay, man, <laughs> be yourselves, you're awesome, you know, and they kind of like, they looked at me, and they're like, oh, we got a breakup, because he's looking at our hands, I look at everything, I analyze everything, and I was like, shit, I broke up relationships, I made a joke to myself, and I started laughing, and I was like, I told my coworker, I was like, oh, I feel so bad, those two gay guys had to break up, they had to pull their hands apart, and she started laughing, she goes, what, I said, I feel so bad, I broke up the relationship, and that was my joke to myself, you know, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a fucking goofball, you know, but that, the mentality I kind of got myself into out of this depression, but I see what people go through, you know, it's, oh, we're being judged, oh, we're being this, the world is going to fucking judge you no matter what you do, but you need to find your outlet, your comfortability of saying, fuck it, I, I don't give a fuck, you're not paying my fucking bills, and that's the mindset my mom put into me too, was, are they paying my bills? This is my mom's fucking real estate. My mom tells me this every day. Uh, you pay my bills. You do this, you do this, and, and shut the fuck up. You know, the minute you do this or this or this, then you haven't have a fucking thought about me. And <laughs> my mom's a very strong-headed woman, and she kind of told me that it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to love yourself. Um, you may not be fucking right in the head. Nobody is. And we have a friend that, you know, we were both talking about this. And the thing is, like I said, the most sane people admit that they're fucked up, admit it, they admit it automatically, they put their hand up and go, that was me, I'm fucked up, but admitting to yourself that there's something wrong, or, you know, it's probably the most sane thing to do, but the thing is, it's like, don't hide, don't hide your problems, do not hide them, I don't believe in hiding problems, if there's something going on with somebody, I don't agree with talking to someone behind their back, and that's the one thing I think where um, depression comes from, because you hear all this, these negativities, um, you know, bitter, everybody talks behind each other's back, no one ever confronts the person in general, and tries to fix the issue or the problem they may have with the person, and I hear that a lot at many jobs, too, you know, it's just like, oh, well, you know, so, oh, did you hear about so-and-so, and so-and-so was doing this? It's like, bitch, fucking talk to them personally. Fix the fucking problem. How do you fix a problem if you're not going to address it? You know? And that's the same thing with Open Mind. How do I find a product, you know, a phone, you know, that's not correctly done built and try to fix the problem? I'm going to address the problem directly. I'm going to go to the source and say, hey, can we fix this? What are, here's the things that we need to talk about. You know? How do we fix someone mentally? physically, your body, you're trying to build yourself to something new without addressing it. And I learned that, you know, it was hard for me to look at myself in the mirror a lot and go, this is what you become. This is who you are. You know, but now that I've looked in the mirror and I said, this is who you are, you're going to be fine. You know, life's going to be hard some days. Your body's going to fucking hurt, you know, but you're, you, you love yourself. And the biggest thing mentally for me was to clear, I clear my mind every day. I say, okay, dude, you're fucking in pain, your legs hurt, but it's time to fucking go ahead forward, and you gotta do it, um, and I do it, and I, I said, okay, we gotta do this, but the weirdest thing for me, when I was in deep fucking depression, was I didn't know how to do it, I didn't know how to find Ollie, I didn't know who Ollie was yet, um, Ollie didn't feel comfortable around people, he didn't feel, I'm talking in a fucking third person, because I want you guys to know what I had to tell myself, it's like, listen, dude, you're not fucking normal. Check that off the fucking list. You wear glasses. Check that off the fucking list. You have crutches. You check that off the fucking list. Uh, your legs look fucking weird. Check that off the fucking list. Um, you're not going to be as fast as others. Check that off the list. And I kept going down that fucking list. And I was like, okay, cool. Now, 
how does that stop you from living today? And I couldn't fucking answer that question to myself. I couldn't say, hey, man, how does that stop me from living for today? Hmm. None of it does, because I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do the best of my fucking ability. I'm going to try. I'm going to try as hard as I can until someone says, you can't. We don't think you can. That's the biggest thing. You can't tell someone with a disability or, you know, you got to give them the fucking opportunity to try. I would rather people give the opportunity to try. And I'm not saying go out and fucking kill somebody or anything like that. But go the opportunity to develop their mind, their their body, you know. But if you're telling, if you the roadblocks will always fucking be there. But you need to be the one to say, okay, I can't do it as good as him. But how can I do it to better myself? And that's the way I look at every job I've ever done, everything I'm ever doing. I look at it carefully. And that's my mindset. I look I was talking to one of my, my buds who does um, makeup for sculpting and shit. And we both were talking about that. He was sculpting something. And I said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we, you did this here? And he goes, that's a good idea. And we're sculpting. He goes, when's the last time you did some sculpting? And I said, that's oh, been a while. I don't have any clay or something like that. And he goes, man, you got to come out here and sculpt with me, man. It's the best zen ever, man. But the cool thing is, it's like life is like clay. You have to be willing to modify, adjust at your will. Um, but never compromise who you are. And that's the biggest thing. It's... How does that... you got to develop... And the thing with this is... you got to be willing to, to variate. You must, you must always be willing. You're always going to learn. You're always going to develop. There's nothing to stop you. Okay, now there may be people saying... Hmm, no, yeah. You know, I can't do it this way. But I've broken the fucking mold on many things I've done in life. For my benefit. And I've found better ways of doing them, you know. Whether it be a bench press or an idea that I have had or like a certain, you know, way you needed to perceive things and how to do things for work. Um, but it's developed. I've learned to open my mind. So I'm like, okay, I'm looking, I watch how you do it. Maybe it's the way you carry something, but now I need to do it my way. Now, how am I going to do it my way? Okay. There's probably like 10 steps to the door. Now, can I modify that to six steps? You know? And I think what happens is people, People clear the, they they fucking put this depression in their head that I can't I can't they won't let me they won't let me you need to kind of sit there and go hmm all right well I'm not gonna go this far until I develop myself you know I've had so many things going you're not doing it right no I am doing it right to my specification your specifications are working for me okay and this thing with disability I don't tell Mike this I said you know thing with disability people look at me weird the way I carry something well it's the way my hands the way I play guitar and the biggest thing when I started playing guitar was I'm a left handed fucking person I play guitar so fucking weird that it's to me insane but I'm a huge fan of Jimi Hendrix and a few other guitarists and shit like that I watch play uh, Tom Morello and a few other um, uh, Tom DeLong from Flick 92 I love watch, listening to their music and um, I watch how some of those guys play Jimi played left-handed or he played a he played righty but he was lefty so righty is this way you know righty is this way um or no he played the other way i'm sorry he was lefty but he played righty and it was fucking weird because he would you know he would do this i'm left-handed i should be playing this way also but i play this way so i'm bridging with my left hand and I'm strumming with my right. Now, that's completely out of the fucking norm, man. That I already knew I was gone. Because I feel more stronger in my left hand, I want to more bridge with my left. 
Now that's terminology with life. You have to find a way to fucking work for yourself, man. You can't sit there and go, hmm, I can't do this. This is not right. Um, so it, 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 it goes down the way of saying, open your mind. Open your mind to different variations. And I feel like people who are going fucking into depression, they don't, there's so many, they close their minds to, to the norm, the normal, the way people want you to, you know, get help or, or find somebody to talk to. And that was the thing. I needed to find people that were willing to just say, fuck it, man, try it your way. You know, it's not working ours. Try it your way. You know, oh, well, the meeting's not going well. Well, open your fucking mouth. I mean, some people are very quiet when they talk. And I'm now, I speak daily, so now I'm in front of like a 700 to 1,000 people a day, more, more larger than that. Sometimes crowds will get up to about 30 to 40, and I have to open my mouth and go, hey, folks, how we doing? <laughs> Look for the cripple guy. Crutches in the air. So, I can't hear you. You can't hear what? I can't hear you. You didn't hear what I just said. <laughs> we heard what he said. And, <laughs> and steals the extensions fancy. So, uh, I had to find ways to love that. And... The thing is, climbing out of my depression was not fucking easy. I'm not saying it's ever going to be. When I told my brother, you know, Adi, I said, hey, man, you know, I was going through some deep shit. I was going to get, going to get concealment from it. I had to go and, you know, get my mind checked out and shit, all that kind of shit. And um, I said, man, it was a fucking time. I, wanted to, I woke up one morning and I wanted to snap my own fucking neck because I thought it would fix everything. And he kind of lost it. He was... Like what the what 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 the, what the fuck? You never said this that you were going through this much depression. I said, yeah, I was. I said one day I just thought about just you were doing it, and uh, he could what what stopped you? And I said, um, the people in my life. I thought about mom. I thought about dad. I thought about her sisters. I thought about how would this affect the next person down the line, the person that's helped me develop, how the person that helped me to understand who I was, and um. He said, did that made you, that made you fucking, you're not like that anymore? I said, no. I said, it pretty much, I had to develop, I had to find myself. And the minute I found out who I was, and I stopped giving a fuck of the haters and people looking at me on the road and how I walk or how I develop who I am. Um, it fixed a lot. It fixed me a lot. The biggest thing was not giving a fuck. Once I cleared the, I don't really care what you think. I'm going to try it my way. I'm going to see, see you have it your way, but I'm going to try it my way to develop myself. It fixed a lot of fucking broken things that I could not fix. And uh, the thing is, it's like I'm a left-handed person, so I've already broken the fucking mold there. I'm, it's only 12% of us, you know, 12% in the world that are 12, left-handed, but the world is built for right-handed people. And so when you're left-handed, it's like, okay, well, I need to hold the phone a certain way. And it's like, no, that's not working for me. I use a fucking Apple Watch, and I want to go into depth into this why I use it. And I'm fucking poking my nose up the fucking screen to send a text message or read a message real fast of like, hey, Ollie, dinner's ready, or hey, meeting's changed, meet us here, you know? But the thing with the disability is like I had to learn so many different outlets and ways of doing things that I had to learn. I wasn't normal, you know? And it was okay. It's fucking okay. It's okay to find the crazy people in your fucking life. Now, I'm not fucking insane by any fucking means. I've met insane fucking people, and they are literally fucking insane. <laughs> but I'm I'm in, I'm a little crazy. That's that's fine. I'm not normal. That's fine. Because you're constantly adapting to what's around you. 
And for those who are going to the fucking depression, it's because they don't... They they listen to this mind, this thing, voice in their head that says, No. 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 You tried that. No. They don't look... They don't stop and think, Okay, this isn't working. It's not worth it to take my life. Or it's not worth it to do this yet. I need to... I need to kind of just calm myself down, explore myself, and understand there's people like me out there that could use my help, or I can use their help, or, you know, there's always someone there to listen. It's you sitting there going, okay, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to take this step into finding myself. And um, some people don't do that. They, they literally sit there and go, fuck, um, you know. I need to stop. I need to realize what I'm doing. I need to think about the people around me. You know. And that's the one thing that made me stop to do it. You know, it's like I told my brother. I was like, I stopped. I stopped putting that bucket notion in my brain. Wait a minute. I stopped putting that notion into my brain. of That I'm useless. That I'm this. That I'm that. Um, I, I, I cleared myself from it. And it was a hard fucking depression. And I'm now over it. Because I know who I fucking am. I know who I truly am. And um, I feel confident with myself. The thing is, confidence was the big fucking key. You know? Can I go the next day with, you know, clearing my brain? You know? There's days that I, I do feel flustered with things. But I feel confident. And that was the big thing. I'm confident. Um, and that's because I'm deep. There's many people who aren't confident in who they are. They're not confident in development. They're not confident. But you need to find your thing. You're like, fuck, I fucked up today, but tomorrow it's going to be better. I need to, I need to take this next step. And the minute you put something, a goal in front of your brain, stating that, hey, I need to succeed to the next day. It didn't, didn't work out well this way. It didn't work out well, you know, but I need to go to the next day to find out what, how can I fix it? How can I fix myself? How can I help somebody else? You don't know how good you are, um... Until you ask somebody, you know, somebody will tell you what they love about you. Because you're their fucking, you're their glue too. You know, we're each, each other's puzzle piece. In some way, shape or form, excuse me. Um, and it's weird. Some people are just like, I, I'm having a bad day, but I just need, I just need that knowing that you care. And you should just tell them you do care. You love them, you know, whenever, you know, you do care. You're there for them, they need you. And life is not a fucking, life is not an apple fucking pie. It is not easy. It's it's a, we're thrown here, we're put on the earth, we are one in the fucking million chance of coming out of your dad's dick. His balls, he didn't jerk, he didn't jerk you off on a fucking towel, you know. <laughs> and that really, one day I fucking dug myself into that depression. I was like, holy fuck, I'm one in a million. My dad didn't jerk off and I'm not on a fucking towel. How the fuck did I make it through it of all these sperm, you know. And that's just my, that's how my mind thinks, I'm sorry. But, um, you know, it's literally, find your goal. Tell yourself it's going to be okay. But until you can tell yourself that, hey, I'm going to be okay. Um, life sucks, but it's, it, I got to continue forward. Now, for some people who do have committed suicide, in my, especially in my life, you know, they were just so dug in. You know, there was nothing we could have done. There was nothing, nothing I could have done. There's nothing I could have said I was sorry. Nothing I could have said I loved them. They knew that. They cared, but they didn't know how to. Um, they didn't know how to clear their brain. They didn't know how to. They didn't know of other outlets. You know, they they were so deeply into it. Like they couldn't find, um, they couldn't find the exit gate. You know, they just couldn't find their nirvana. You know, and it's hard. And I see you're down that road. 
but that should always be a last resort. There's always, and there always will be others like you going through the same shit. And there's the fucking roads always going forward. Um, it's good to take a few steps back and think about yourself and go, hmm. Okay, done that, done this, done this. I fucked up here, did this, this. Because the body and the body are developing as we go. And for me, it was like that too. I like literally now that I look at myself and I go, I look back on a few things that I wrote in, over the year, and I went, wow, I fucking developed in three D printing. And, and they made a joke last night. One of my friends uh, who's recovering from uh, appendicitis, uh, who's, who's a great, great guy. Um, he was really he was a big sweetheart, and I wrote as a joke because he was working on some puppets for for something with uh, the company that I work with, and um, he goes, "Hey man, I've been working on these. Hopefully they got sent out. Hopefully." So I wrote a, a jokingly thing, you know, and sitting. This this reassures that <laughs> that I have no talent in the world, and I wrote LOL, <laughs> you know, which is just me just fucking off, you know. And I, I wished him a speedy and happy recovery. He wrote back to me because. Ollie, you are a fucking badass. You are such amazing. 3D printing is your fucking realm. And, da -da -da -da. and I go, I wrote back. I said, hey, you know, um, I said, that's one of my skills. I also like to sew. I also, but she knows I like, to, I like to do other things. But he's like, we need to have a geek out session. I need to learn what you know about this because it's, the medium is growing. And um, I thought it was So I thought it was awesome. So I read him a quick thing. He's like, we need to have a geek out session sometime. I would love to know what you know and you know what I know. And it's it's fun. When I find people like that, um, it's just cool to kind of shit each on each other's brains a little bit and pick each other's brains because the maker community is amazing. It's fucking amazing. And everybody wants to learn what everybody else knows. And everybody's willing to share certain things of what they know. But you need to be willing to develop your mind in your body, and you need to be willing to take failure, and failure is the biggest fucking thing, people don't know how to take, they, they get into this mindset of like, okay, I failed, okay, you failed, but what did you learn, hmm, okay, I learned not how to do that, I learned not how to do that, but I learned that this is the best way of taking it, I've, I've fucking failed, um, I'm in money debt, you know, not overly heavily debt, but I need to pay these fucking cards off. And I have the tools now, and they, I needed I needed to develop the company more. But I look at myself every day, and go, man, I gotta pay these fucking bills. I'm down somehow, and it scares me. I'm a little terrified, but I'm just like at the same time, I'm like, this is gonna happen. Breathe, it's okay. It's for a goal. It's for a reason. You've done this. It's for a reason. You're working towards it. Keep going. Keep going. And that's what gives me positivity through the day. When I'm having a bad day, I think about that. I go, you're you're doing this goal. You. You wanted this, you started this, you're with your business partner, and you're doing it. And most people can't even take that fucking step, and you've done it, and you've come up with calm, and you've gone farther, and you've gone farther. And it's what every day I look at my my phone, or I look at the little fucking our logo uh, that Michael Pernesco developed, and I said, this is what keeps me going every morning, because I want to see what we develop. I want to see what we build. And um, it's, it's a rough life. It really is, you know. But now I have fucking podcast I love doing and I love talking to my friends about opening their minds to like things that they've gone through and shit and um I have more fucking I think like, it shocks me like I'm telling you guys this fucking shocks me that how many people listen to the fucking podcast that scares the shit out of me I, like look at the analytics on Lipson and I'm like what, what, what the fuck people listen to this shit <laughs> you know but uh, I, this week has been rough for everybody and I, I feel so bad 
you know, it's been so rough. People, everybody's going through so much negativity. My girlfriend last night went through some negativity. And um, she was like, I feel like a fucking failure. I feel like an idiot. And I went, what happened? So I'm not going to go more detail, but she, she felt like the training that she was getting last night from her job, you know, she felt like a fucking idiot. And I told her, I said, you know what? I felt the same way when I got trained for the new job at, at my job. At, you know, I said, I felt like that for the first two days. But the minute people weren't accepting me, it, and it was true, people, people were not, ex- a little bit as not accepting because it was like, okay, you're kind of intruding on their, their, their team a little bit. But it's like, hey, I'm not here to intrude. I'm here to be a part that you didn't know you needed. And the minute people started realizing my, my, my mouth, my personality, people started getting comfortable. People started understanding who I was. And um, now people are just, hey, man, how are you? You know, people look at me. I walk, I left work for a couple of days and everybody fucking looked at me and said, where the fuck have you been? And I didn't know how to take that without <laughs> a smile and a smart-ass remark. And my smart-ass remark was, I've been here. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> you know? And that proves to somebody that, hey, you're a vital part of this that we've needed. You know? You don't know your loved until somebody says, where the fuck have you been? I've missed you. And people with going through their depressions need that more often. And we need to tell them that. Where the fuck have you been? You know? And it's kind of that way of saying, I missed you. You don't know what you are. You are the puzzle piece to everyone else's life. And people need to stop putting that fucking... You hear the negativities, but I told her that. I said, listen, you gotta... Every job starts fucking crazy. You have to listen to it carefully. Um, and I thing I just said is finding your own path. I told her the same thing that last night. I said, listen, trainers teach how they want to train. But you need to find your zone. You need to find how you can do your job. The best of your ability. They're just telling you the way it should be done. But you need to find your way of doing it. And the minute I said that, she said, yeah, I'm doing it as best I can. I said, that's all they can fucking expect from you. You can't sit there and go, hmm, I can't. You need to sit down carefully and go, okay, I'm not learning how this person's teaching me. I need to slow down just a bit. You know, and my two days at my new train job, it was a fucking, it was insane. I was like, whoa. You know, it was a little bit, but I had, luckily I had the years of experience I've had because I now feel comfortable and co- cooperative and quiet, you know. But it's, it's just like, you have to learn the job as you see fit. Everything is a learning curve. It's always going to be a learning curve. <clears throat> if the learning curve's not there, it doesn't make life interesting. Um, but I told her, so, you know, you got to stay positive, and it's all going to come in due time. Take a deep breath. You know, she has a new job coming up, too, which I warned her that, too. I said, you know, take a deep breath. It's going to happen. You know, just let it happen. You know, you're going to fail. You're going to succeed. But you're going to be better than you were before. And she said, good point. I needed that. You know. It's like you. It's like you seem confident always. <laughs> the fuck I am. I'm not confident. I'm fucking scared sometimes. I shiver, you know. But the minute I make a goof at myself or I laugh at myself, I feel confident. You know, I'm like okay, I got this. You know, you're gonna fuck up in life. But the worst thing to do is to not find somebody and speak about it. You know, you need that outlet. You know, people need outlets. Life is too fucking hard to hold your depression in you need to speak you need to get it out of your fucking mind i i'm, I'm not a, a fan of those who um implode i like exploding it, it, exploding in your own right though and it's not like going at somebody you're a fucking ass blah, 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 blah. 
I get to the lot at my job. I have to deal with that daily. And I learned to not implode. I'm very random, and I need to be. That's my personality. Because it helps me get shit off my brain that I'm able to... And I, some things do affect me when I get home sometimes. And I take a little bit of a minute to just breathe, get it out of my system, think about it, and go, okay, I'm good. That's fucking... That was today. It's gone. Now let me focus on Open Mind. Or let me focus on the podcast for the week. Or let me focus on this program that I'm super curious of learning. And that's how you kind of have to get through it. You have to kind of sit there and not hold stuff in as much. You need to kind of vent yourself. Whether it be a journal or a fucking book. Or just somebody. You just need a fucking wall. And the problem is people don't know how to... Um, I'm scratching my face right now. Uh-huh. Eh, eh, there we go. Um, they need to learn how to vent. Some people are just, they're not that way. Oh, I'm too fucking much of a man to vent. I'm too much of a this to that. But that keeps you out of your depression zone. You know, telling somebody that, hey man, I'm going through this shit right now, but I don't know how to fucking, what would you do? And I get that a lot now. People always come up to me, what would you, somebody said this, what would you, what would you say? And I said, mm, might want to do that or do that or, you know. I said, I've been down that road before. And um, people need to learn to do more of that. And most likely, love yourself, understand yourself. Because nothing can affect you really until you understand yourself. When you understand your mentality, your mindset, um, not much can fucking happen there. Uh, to be honest, not much can bleh, you know, you're fine. Nothing's gonna, you know, you know who you truly are and that person really can't affect you or that thing can't affect you, or that mindset can't affect you. Um, it takes you a minute to kind of wind down, but more importantly, love your fucking self. Love those around you. I mean, it's... No, we're not perfect. We're fucking human. We're not perfect, but it's not... It's the wrong way to self-inflict yourself, you know? And I understand there's some things... Like, this week, like I said, has been fucking the most crazy, but Bern Torodang, I didn't know it was that bad, but I'm pretty sure he had his reasons, and it was more than what I, I know. Um, Anvil, same way, DJ Anvil, same way. They said he was going through a lot of medical shit. And I'm pretty sure he chose the best route that he thought. Because he just, he just couldn't, you know? Um, he did all he could. He spoke to all he could. It's going to happen no matter what. But for those dealing with it and under not understanding it, you know, um, you really need to find your zone. You need to take a chance in a way of life to say, okay... I'm going to do this. Like, for me, it was that was the thing with me, too. It's like, I needed to take a fucking chance. I did. And I'm grateful that I did, because it was fucking... Depression's not a fucking joke. It it it, it hits you in fucking ways you don't even want to know. It, it fucks you mentally, physically, and emotionally. You're just like, man, I can't fucking... I can't do it. I can't do it. You know? And there's some days I feel like that. I mean, my, my body is like, fuck you. Let's go. We got this. You know? The mind's willing. The body's not. You know? But... Clearing my brain and being happier um, daily, and it's like that's cool. Yeah, <coughs> still congested. Anyway, um, you know, but finding your mental mental zone and, and just getting yourself up every day and giving that yourself that goal is the most important thing you need to do. And that was me every morning. Now it's like I wake up, I have a goal. And I make sure I have a goal in mind. Okay, it's like well, this needs to be done, that needs to be done. With the workout schedule now that it is, I need to have bad goals every fucking day. The alarm goes off, tells me what I need to do, and I do it. Um, and I love it. But um, 
for those really dealing with this, you know, you guys need to find your zone. You know, find it. You know, there's no reason for you to implode. Don't implode your feelings of how you're feeling. And you really need to sit down with somebody, your friend, anyone, you know, and get it out of your system. You know, I have friends all the time that text me like, hey, can we just talk for a second? Yeah. Uh, I have something I wanted to, can I just talk? And yeah, I love them talking. And they go, what would you do? What would you think? You know, because you've been down this fucking road. Hey, I might want to try this. Hey, you might want to try that. Hey, have you tried this? You know, hey, have you gone and done this yet or that yet? Or <coughs> what about going to a show? What about getting out of your fucking own zone? Maybe go go-karting or something. And they go, hmm, I'm going to try that. And a lot of my friends are like, thank you. Like, without me, and it's like, I have, like I said, people are fucking weird around me. Because it's like, the where have you, where have you been? <laughs> and I, like I said, the where have you been has been a weird thing that I hear a lot now. Where the fuck have you been? You know? I didn't know you were here, and everybody smiled, like, pops in their fucking face, and you're like, oh, I, I, I didn't, I was outside fucking talking with people, or whatever, I was doing whatever, you know, I don't see you often enough, what the fuck's going on, oh, nothing much, man, I'm doing this, and my life's good, life's okay, <laughs> you know, it could be better, I could be paid off in debt, you know, that, that would be fucking uh, a big stress off my shoulders, but, you know, um, other than that, you know, it's, the where have you been is a big fucking thing, I didn't realize that was a big thing, but it is, it's like, where have you been, because people, they feed off your energy, they really fucking do, and you don't realize how much positivity you put in their fucking steps during the day, because they look at you and they're going, my life sucks, my life sucks, I got college, I have this, I have that, I have that, but then they look at you, if you're a person with fucking just you, you know, and they're like, I don't know how to tell this person, they mean a lot to me, but they mean a lot to me. The where have you been? People smile. You know? And that makes me fucking happy. It's like, you know, look at, look at, you know, people point at me a lot, you know, look, look at their kids and their kids have disabilities and they look at me and go, look, Steven or whatever the fuck, the, you know, your name may be. Um, he can do it. You know, so can you, you know? And the one kid I met the other day, it was CP also had a, not a stroller, but it's a kind of like a, like a relaxing lounge kind of chair that his parents are pushing, and he's going through a couple surgeries and shit like that, and his parents, I walked out, was tapping the, uh, safety, do my safety thing, and do my thing, checking on the show real quick, from the ride, and, um, you know, the parents go, hey, I go, hey man, how you doing, I said, do you folks know about the procedure we're just about to do with you folks, and they said, no, we don't, so I spoke with them real quick, and the kid goes, what happened to you, and I go, well, I have CP, you know, and his parents go, that's what you have. And I go, yeah, man, so what's up with you? And I start talking with him for a little bit. And his eyes kind of brightened up a little bit. He said, well, there's fucking hope for me, too. Shit. I didn't know I could be this way. I didn't know I could be fucking positive and, and um, just yourself. I mean, there's no reason for you not to be yourself, you know? Not this fucking day. Everybody's so open and social media and, and fucking Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, which I don't even use, thank God. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just finding you, really, just finding you guys, you know, don't, you gotta stop with the, I don't want to say negative thoughts, I would say, you need to just come out of yourself and just be like, give it, give something a chance, because that chance might help someone else, you know, and you may not know that, so, I hope everything I've ran, my fucking rambling, my rambling about this depression of what I've gone through, and everything helps those, because 
it sucks when I turn on the news or I see something that, you know, oh, this one committed suicide or this one now has been suicide. And I look at it and I just go, damn, I was there a couple years ago, you know. But I look at it now and I think about positivity people and keeping people positive. And um, like I said, these podcasts are really fun and I love doing them and I really would like to um, just express my love for you guys and people who fucking need that, just that. Yeah, you know, I might go to me because people really fucking listen. People really listen to you, and I said mm, they do and they don't. I, you know, it's not my rocket. If I pay twenty dollars a month to listen to fucking upload these and, and hold on to my um, previous ones, and trust me, I wish I was at like episode sixty by now, but I'm not. This is episode thirty-five, which doesn't bother me one bit. I like I'd rather give you guys quality content and something I believe in telling you. Um, but. You know, it's it's fun to do these. It's fun to run the company. It's fun to have fun. It's fun to have that outlet of knowing that I'm improving on someone else's life. And that's what Open Mind is about. That's when I started this fucking company. I was like, John, I was like, man, we need to do the 3D crush. We need to, we do. We fucking, we're working on it. You know, with 3D printing and stuff like that. And I'm super fucking grateful for friends that I've met around the company that I work with now. And, um, you know, it's my day job. But everybody there is fucking amazing and just lovely and have guided me the best I can and said, you know what, man, do it, just fucking do it, you know, don't tell me, do it, you know, enjoy it, love it, if it's a fucking podcast you do weekly, do it, you know, but so many people are more motivated by me, I mean, that's crazy that I motivate so many fucking people to, um, get off their asses, because it was like, three years ago, I was in that fucking rut of like, do I, do, do I mean anything to anybody, you know, but like I said, I thought about my brother, I thought about my dad, I thought about my mom, I said, how will this affect them in the long run? I said, it would fucking devastate my mother, it would rip apart my brother, you know, because my brother really does fucking care, both my brothers, I have a stepbrother who do fucking care, and um, I have a Gears of War fucking tattoo, you know, on my fucking arm, I have a Gears omen on my fucking death omen on my arm, and I look at every fucking day, and it has the N5 and the eyeballs, which is a th- fucking thing for Mass Effect. And everybody goes, why is he smiling? Why is he fucking smiling? I said, <laughs> because he's laughing at fucking death. He's telling death to fuck off. You know, I've lost so many in my life, and life is but a gear. I'm a, a part of a puzzle that I don't even know I'm a part of. The gear is spinning. You know, the death omen is spinning. It's telling me to live. It's been branded into my fucking arm that was tattooed on me by, by a gentleman, um, Eric, you know, up in New York when I flew back to New York with a buddy of mine. And he opened up his tattoo parlor and I said, I have, an, I have an idea for my, my body. I said, I want to put death omen, you know, Gears of War death omen on my fucking arm because I love the game that much. It meant a lot to me for my brother and me. And we fucking, we co-op the fuck out of that game and we had a blast doing it. Long nights, long fucking insanity uh, setting, and we just, uh, it was a bond, it was something that will never be done, but it reminds me to live, it reminds me to go forward, let the gear keep spinning, never look back, always look forward. When you look back, look back on the things that helped you develop to go forward, and, you know, don't, don't forget the lost, fight for those lost, the people that you lost in your life, but the people that have you lost... I pushed you farther than you ever will know. And some people don't realize that. You know, people I've lost in my life have meant so much to me, who have stuck so many things in my brain that I didn't even know. I thought about something the other day from my uncle who passed away from cancer and shit. And, um, you know, he always told me to go for it. You know, live harder and keep an open mind. And, and you know, you, you know, you gotta... 
you know, just keep focused on what you'd like, you know, don't be a fucking idiot sometimes, you know, um, but it's funny, you know, um, it's crazy that I have a fucking death omen on my mind, I told somebody what it was, and they're like, is that the fucking Gears of War death omen, I'm like, yes, it is, and they kind of were like, that's fucking crazy at the same time, and one person I was gaming, I was going to get some, and the guy goes, cog for life, and I went, I said, hurrah, you know, so he knew Gears of War, he knew it, he loved it, <laughs> you know, so he knew what that meant too, and it means, you know, love, love yourself, love, you know, fight for the lost, you've lost, but, you know, always keep going forward, be a, be a, be a part of someone else's life that you might not be a part of life, but always give that positivity when you can, and I always love that Terry Crews, um, Terry Crews said something a while back, I was on a fucking Facebook revenge for some fucking reason, not Facebook, but videos pop up all the time, you just watch them, but Terry Crews said something that I kind of took to heart too, was, um, he said, uh, shit, if I can remember it, it was super fucking simple, <laughs> he said, always, kindness will always get you farther than being fucking rude, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, but he said, if you're, he goes, no matter the situation, you know, um, and I've learned this from my, my day job too, I, I've always, when I get out of work, clock, clock, out of work, I'm a cool dude, I'm a chill fucking dude, I'm an angry dude sometimes, like, there's sometimes, I'm just like, ah, oh, whatever, you know, my, even my Lyft drivers, I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta, they're going the wrong way, whatever, I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck it, you know, I text them, I'm like, yo, you're going the wrong way, go down this road, da, 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 and I tip them, I still do tip them, sometimes $2, $3, whatever it may be, fucking be, because I'm not, an, I'm not that big of an asshole, like, unless you're a real fucking dick, then I'm just like, yeah, okay, you, you don't deserve this tip, or whatever, but that's fair, that's, that's service and rendering, but, um, you know, always, always, kindness will get you over it. No matter how stressed out you are, no matter how pissed off you are, being kind to someone who you're presenting your problem to or what have you will get you farther than being fucking angry. And um, I took it to heart, you know, because some days I had to deal with customer service and, you know, somebody fucked my order up and I was like, all right, man, I'm not going to fucking yell at the guy, but I went in and I said, excuse me. Yeah, how can I help you, man? I said, yeah, man, I didn't order this, unfortunately. I did it, uh... And, um, I could see he was fucking stressed out, but me not yelling at him fixed a whole lot of fucking things, and yeah, they also gave me some extra shit, so they were like, hey, yeah, man, I'm sorry about that, did you order that? Okay, cool, man, yeah, okay, we're a little backed up, it's gonna be about another fucking 20 minutes. I said, that's fine, man, and they ended up, I didn't order a fucking drink or whatever, but they ended up giving me a fucking drink and an extra snack with it, too, so it was pretty nice of them to do that, but it was me being kind, you know, I could be a fucking major asshole, I have anger management issues, but the thing is... I like that, what he said, he said, you know, be kind, you know, even though you're having a fucked up day, there's no reason for you to present it onto somebody else, there's no reason to present your fucking problems onto somebody else, you know, if you're having a rough fucking day, you know, you know, all you need is that person to be like, hey man, you know, and that person might fucking help you get out of your anger, you know, which is true, you know, I, I talk to people all the time, they're angry about the fucking ticket prices they're paying, or they're angry about the fucking this, or this ride being not broken or not working, and, um, and I talk with him, and I'm genuine, and I'm like, I'm, I'm Ali, man, I'm, I don't fucking G-Golly, I don't, G-Golly, you, hi, welcome, you know, I'm Ali, hey, man, how are you, what's going on, how can, how can I help you, this is exactly how we fucking talk, it's fucking weird, hey, man, how are you, how you doing, what's going on, yeah, oh, shit, I'm sorry, man, that happened, where are you from, brother, you know, you talk with them, talk with the family, and you should see their fucking attitude just calm down, like, it just, bleh, I'm being talked about a real fucking person, you know, how you doing, man? What can I do for you? You know, 
and I, we get yelled at a lot for stupid shit, you know, but it is what it is. It's how you present yourself to somebody else. They can fix your problem in two seconds. And I like that Terry Crews statement that he said. It just said, you know, um, kindness will get you farther than anger, you know. And I, 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 I'm an angry fucking dude sometimes, but he's like, I learned that through my training and my, my weight training and stuff like that is if I'm, if I'm more polite about it, if I'm more, because me, me projecting my anger onto you isn't going to help you in any way. It's going to make you more aggressive. It's going to make the person more um, defensive, trying to protect themselves because they don't know what the fuck you're going to do. And, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's like, I like that statement that he said. He's like, you know, you need to, you need to be polite. You know, it's better to be polite than angry, you know. <laughs> Even though the you know situation calls for anger, you don't always need to be fucking angry. You should walk in calmly, collectively, and be like, listen... Cause that scares the other fucking person. They know you're fucking angry, but at the same time, they're like, okay, how can I fix this? You know, but um, I'm going to sign off, guys, because it has been over an hour and 21 minutes. I hope this helps. I hope you guys have a fucking amazing weekend, and um, I have such an amazing weekend planned. Um, I'm going to go see a show tonight with my girlfriend, and it's a good show. Our friend just got married, like I said, uh, Daniel Weisberg shot for his wedding, and it was a fucking brilliant shot. They did some behind-the-scenes shooting, like, did some scripted stuff, and it was beautiful, man. Oh, my God, Daniel fucking knocked it out of the park. So, hopefully, I can ask... I asked him if I can use anything from uh, uh, the shooting to show you guys. Uh, he did say yes for uh, promotional reasons, but I can ask him if I can use that little clip. It is has some profanity and shit like that, but... Uh, you know, I think you guys would fucking laugh because you can see some of his work. He's really worked the fucking hire, man. If you guys are looking for budget friendly shooting, stuff like that, definitely check him out. So we're going to go see Josh tonight, a uh, friend of ours that we work with. Um, he's doing a show called The Animatronicans. I can't wait to see it. My girl saw it uh, a year and a half ago at the uh, Fringe Festival here in Orlando. I have not seen it. I could not make it out for the uh, thing. So they did an extra show tonight. So I ended up purchasing tickets about a week ago to go see it so we're really excited to go see it it's about uh, animatronic characters around the disney universal thing he plays abraham lincoln which i cannot wait to fucking see because everybody was like it's outstanding you gotta go check it out and then my gay friends are coming tomorrow i can't wait to see them either uh michael and david uh michael you know from open mind he does our uh, logo multimedia he helps with any of that kind of stuff and uh some gaming stuff that we've been doing uh him and his husband are going to come in to the area uh, tomorrow they're gonna drop in we're gonna have some breakfast and see each other and we haven't seen each other in a bit so in person michael's just been very busy and david i see uh on occasion when i'm at work i'll walk out to see him he's usually dancing at the door float and stuff like that so we're able to get a hug and squeeze and just, you know do that kind of stuff but it's gonna be good to see them and we're probably gonna do some lunch at some sushi tomorrow so and then i believe on monday a friend of mine trent ward who runs ward effects we're gonna go see infinity war he already saw it Hasn't spoiled it, but um, I might uh, <coughs> might go see it that way. It's probably gonna be a double watch, but I do want to go see it on probably Monday or Sunday, whenever it works. I told them we had dinner plans later for that night, so um, probably Monday we'll be seeing Infinity War. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. It's gonna be a great weekend. Uh, I'm about to get my workout on, and I will talk to you guys later throughout the week. Hopefully, like I said, guys, I hope this helps. I hope. This was a, I know it was a rambling fucking podcast. I went from fucking point to point to point to point. But at the same time, I hope it really helps some of you to kind of clear your head and stuff like that and love yourselves. And, uh, 
you know, if you want to drop us a line, we're at openmindindustries at gmail.com. If you have a question for the podcast, um, if anybody wants to ask a question or whatever, that's what you can ask and answer it. Hit up openmindindustries.com. Uh, our renewal for our domain name is going to be on May the 4th. Isn't that fucking cool? Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to happen soon. So hit us up on OpenMindIndustries.com. Feel free to follow us on Instagram, Facebook. I would love you to follow us there. We are now verified on Facebook as a real company, so that's fucking awesome. Um, follow us on E3D3D Hub. If you guys are cosplayers or whatever, and you're looking to get some stuff 3D printed out, let me know at our Facebook page or whatever. We do offer reasonable pricing. Not overly priced. I'm, you know, I'm really, really, I'm really reasonable for those who do it here in the Orlando area or Florida area. Um... So, uh, with that said, I want to wish you guys all the best. Have a wonderful weekend. Keep your minds open. You know, as Bill and Ted would say, um, you know, be good to one another, dudes. Always, guys, keep an open mind. Have a great one. I'll see you later.